For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am your host, Tom Barton, and this is a special episode of Believe in the Ivy League. This episode is where we're going to talk about college basketball. Right, we're getting you ready for the college basketball preview season of uh, the Ivy Leagues, and it's going to be awesome. I, I really, I, honestly, I love the Ivy League football schedule. I really do, and, and baseball gets entertaining. All the other sports, and I don't mean to leave anybody out, all the other sports are entertaining. But the basketball season, for whatever reason, and I'm not even a college basketball huge fanatic, college basketball season for the Ivy League just feels a little bit different. It really does. Um, I especially have liked it over the past you know, half decade or even a decade here where Harvard's gotten into the tournament and they made some noise and, and you know, these teams are, are progressing and you're starting to see now the transfer portal um, where the talent is certainly there. So we will get into that. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Like I said, Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. TomBartonSports at gmail.com is how you get in touch with me. And, and please check me out over at TomBartonSports on YouTube. Uh, for those that didn't subscribe or like my channel over there, I go over every single conference, uh, all the big conferences. I should say. And then I have also a special section for the uh, mid-majors in college basketball. And last year, it got really a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback. A lot of people really enjoyed it. So I redid it again this year. Please go check me out at Tom Barton Sports on YouTube if you do like this. And go check out all my conference previews. But today, it's Ivy League, right? It's all about the Ivy League. This is not a betting show, obviously. uh, But you can take away betting nuggets from the show, of course. I definitely want to address the betting lines, though, because when you look at some of these betting lines and you go, okay, wait a minute, uh, you know, who do we see? It just gives you an idea of where the country, where the sports books, and where everybody kind of looks at where these teams should finish. Columbia's way down low, you know, 400 to 1 to win this uh, conference. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Plus 4,000, ridiculous. The next closest is plus 2,000 with Dartmouth. And then you got Brown, Cornell, um, are in the middle there. And then you got the big boys. Princeton's leading the way at under two to one. Penn is right above two to one. Yale and Harvard both come in at under five to one. So, you know, it's a four-team conference. And now that they've gone, the Ivy League now, now it's it's kind of like old hat, right? But now that they've gone to having you know, conference tournament, we sort of know the four teams. What you're wondering is, can Cornell or Brown, maybe even Dartmouth or Columbia, can they sneak into that four-person tournament that four-team tournament. I mean, that that's really what you're asking yourself. So we'll start off at the bottom, and we'll talk about Columbia, who just has just unbelievably massive, massive, massive odds. I mean, it's unreal. Last year, it was awful. I mean, I, it was the, the, the Columbia Lions were one of those teams where you went in with less than anything expectations, and they provided less than the less than anything expectations. They went 4-22. and 22. 
I mean, they, they have one win in the Ivy League. They were, you know, I mean, they were just getting crushed. They were just getting crushed week in, week out, night in, night out. Uh, defensively, they were 348th in the country. They allowed about 80 points per, just under 80 points per game, which is crazy. They actually only held one Ivy League team to under 70. Their defense is not going to get much better. Now, look, they return a couple of top scorers, right? So they can they can put up some points here and there. But really, you look at this, the offense isn't great. It was at the bottom of the league. The offense you know, barely scored uh, 67 points per game. They're a, a, just a mess. Defensively, there's a reason why they're on the bottom here. And I have them going into the bottom. Yeah, I, I have them exactly where everybody else does. I think defensively, they're going to be a mess. They're going to be blown out most nights. Offensively, I don't see a lot for Columbia. Uh, they had a great baseball season, and they proved me wrong in the football season so far. Uh, but for basketball, I, I think we're all to the general consensus that this is just going to be a bad year. I mean, it just is. It's just a bad year for them overall. Dartmouth is kind of where everybody else is placing this team. Um, you know, last year, they, they all of a sudden, they turned around, and they won five of the first 20 games, two and seven in conference. And they, I think they disappointed last year. Look, I I don't think anybody last year going into last year thought Dartmouth was going to win the Ivy Leagues, but I thought they were going to be a lot better than they, what they were. Now, they showed a little bit of pizzazz in the end there. Um, they missed out on the Ivy League tournament by just a game. We know that single game. There it was. It was right there. I think when you look at Dartmouth, it's one of the expectations. I, I believe last year people thought that they were going to be better than they were, and really they, they had a pretty miserable season, but came on late enough where people have that in the back of their minds that this could be okay. This is a team that is a defensive-minded team, if only because they eat the, the, the clock. I mean, that's what they do, right? I mean, they, they just sit on the ball. They eat the clock, which means if you're going to eat the clock and you're going to sit on the ball and you're going to play at a very slow pace, right, you've got to be very efficient on the offensive side. You've got to be really efficient, meaning when you get your possessions, you've got to hit on them. Vermont does a great job of this, and I've talked about the Vermont Catamounts for years. They do a great job. They actually play at a slow tempo, but they convert just an, an incredible percentage. Well, Dartmouth didn't do that, right? I mean, they didn't do that. Now, they lose a ton of players. It's going to be huge turnover here. Now you got to get them used to playing at that. Make sure you're efficient and defensively. I think that, that Dartmouth has another bad year. I don't expect the late season run to look like it did last year, winning four of the last five. But I do think that the team will gel as the year goes on. Probably when you get into Ivy League play, all right, these new players can start to adapt to the slower tempo. Brown comes in. Look, uh, Brown is a, a dangerous team for every night. But they're not a dangerous team over. Right, I mean, I, I don't think you look at them. They did have a couple upsets. I know they beat Colorado, and they were right. Well, they were right there with Colorado, and you know, they, this is a team that, when you look at Brown, you go, "What do they rely upon?" Right? I, I mean, what are they coming? What are they? What's coming back here? Not a lot. They're losing a lot. Um, they're losing some defenders. Uh, a guy like Mitchell was a good defender. They're losing that. They're in the middle of the pack, and that's kind of where they've always been under Mike Martin. It's the middle of the pack. They do have a lot of guys leaving. Brown is a team that on any given night can upset you, and if you put them in a position to win, they might beat one of the big boys here. But overall, we've seen this. In, in about a decade under this coach, it's been middle of the pack, and it's going to be middle of the pack once again as far as I'm concerned. Cornell, here we go. Cornell finished 15-11, and 11, right? 
you look at Cornell and and, and they well they said they were fifteen eleven, and they they are heading in the right direction. You you go okay here we go right here we go they they're gonna do it they they're going to be in that spot they're going to finish in the in the right direction. Twenty twenty was terrible. Here we go. Uh, but all of a sudden you know the 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 tempo increased. Everything started to change, and they just said, look, we're a new team. We're not that slow-paced team. We just talked about slow and tempo. We're not that slow-paced team. We're going to run, 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 run. Let's go crazy. Let's run it up and down the floor. And they were top 20 in pace. I mean, they, they were running and going, and here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Um, Ivy League coach of the year. Yeah, here we go. You know why? Because you can turn around and you can take this team and go, okay, here we go. We're, we're going. We're running. We're going crazy. But they did lose three of the top four scores. So, I love the idea of Cornell, right? I love the idea that they could run, they could gun. It's fast. It's exciting. I think everyone's going to look at Cornell and think that this is a team that can make some noise. I think everyone's going to look at Cornell and say, this is a team that will make some noise. Sure, they're fun. But when you turn over three of the top four scorers, I worry about that extensive extensive pace keeping up, especially early in the year. Cornell is a dangerous team, though. Penn is another dangerous team, right? Steve Donahue is coming back for his seventh year. This is a guy that uh, you got to look at and go, okay, he's got a track record of consistently winning, right? I mean, they consistently won year after year after year, but last year they were four games under 500. Consistently winning and then having a bad year, I don't think it's a downturn as much as it is, okay, it's a one-off. And I'm going to give him the credit that it's a one-off, right? Um, or they did lose some some big time players. They lost the first team all uh, Ivy League guard. You look at what Penn was, and we talked about the efficiency a little while ago. They were efficient. Okay, uh, they were third in points per game at seventy two. They were second in efficiency. This is a team that absolutely knows how to shoot. They know when to shoot. They know how to control it. But I don't like their defense. I just don't like their defense. Seventy six points per game doesn't make me like anything that they are. Now, can can they fix this? Sure. They're returning 86% of the returning minutes. That, that's huge. They, they're in a conference where returning minutes mean something. But I don't like that they're returning minutes of a bad defensive team. Do, you, do, do your guys immediately just become better defensive players because they have more time on the floor? Not all the time. So Penn, to me, is in battling out that last spot with Cornell. For me, I don't know who I want to choose. I don't know which team I really want to kind of sneak in there. And a lot of people will say that Harvard should probably jump into that grouping. I don't know about that. Look, Harvard had a bad year, right? I mean, and, and I lost money on them. Uh, I, I was frustrated. I was throwing things at the TV. I, it, it, was, it was terrible. They lost six of the last seven games. They missed out on the tournament. It was a bad ending to the year, and you expect more from Tommy Amaker. Um, offensively, they just couldn't get it done. Their defense was still fine, right? I mean, their defense was still okay. And you look at Noah Kirkwood, he was he was everything offensively. He's gone. So who do they turn to, right? Dakota, maybe? Uh, yeah, you always have that, that guy on Harvard that can hit it from the outside and hit it from the three. Um, he also was named captain. Yeah, I guess that he's their guy. And, and Luke is a good player, but I'm not sure. Look, I think that people in Crimson, uh, uh, the Crimson fans, people in Cambridge, are expecting Harvard to get back to the Harvard levels that we watched four or five years ago. I don't see that team on the court. Look, maybe I'm just a skeptic because I'm close to the program and I, and I want them to win. Uh, but but I don't see it happening here. I really don't. 
they did have a lot of close losses last year. Okay, one point loss to Princeton. They barely, I mean, it was heartbreaking. When I say heartbreaking, they had a, a heartbreaking end of the season. Barely lost, barely didn't make it, barely everything. Does that grow you up as a team? Does that help you guys mature as a team? Or is that something that when you're in a close game at the end of the game, start hanging your head? I think that Harvard is one of the top three teams in the, in the state. I do. I don't know if Harvard has enough to win the conference. I would love to pick them. And I think that they have the makings of a team that you can pick them. I still think that their coach is the best coach in the conference. I still believe that in Tommy Amaker. So I'm not writing them off. I'm not as hopeful as maybe I should be. So that leaves Yale and Princeton. We'll go to Princeton here. Last year, finished 23-7, and 12-2 in conference. They were absolutely fantastic. Um, they turn around, and even out of conference, they really looked good. They almost beat a good Minnesota team. They beat Oregon State. They beat South Carolina. Uh, they are the odds-on favorite here. We know. Look, the Princeton offense is the Princeton offense, right? They're a very good efficiency. They don't turn the ball over. This is what they are, right? I, I mean, they're going to be fantastic, and they're going to be good from the outside. But their defense, again, it, it brings into question. Even last year, their defense, 250th in the nation. I didn't love their defense last year. So it's got to be that all offense all the time. You also have a lot of questions about their bench play. They don't have the bench play that you're used to on a team that you go, okay, should be the favorite here. They have a lot going for them. I can't say that they don't, right? You have the Ivy League leader in assists per game. You have a, a, a lot of good offensive things. I could, I could list the offensive accomplishments of Princeton right here, but defensively they worry me, and bench play is a concern, which means that Yale should be right in this mix. Yale is one or, or shared, right? Because we share, you know, for the last seven Ivy League titles, right? They won the conference tournament last season. We, we know that. Uh, they took on a Purdue team where Purdue was expected to be a, a national champion for some people. And it, it certainly was supposed to go a lot further than they wound up going. Now, all of a sudden, Yale comes back and they're missing Swain, who was absolutely fantastic. We know that. He had 20 points per game. He was the guy on that team, right? We know that. But they also lost their second leading scorer. That's a problem as well. Um, they are returning some guys, but if you lose the number one and number two scorers, it's going to take a, a step back. And you can hear all the people, all the Yale Bulldogs from the Yale Bowl, I hear them screaming at me right now. Hey, look, we got, uh, you know, a, a bunch of guys after those two. Yeah, but they are the top two guys. And on a team like this, you need those top two guys. They do have the best defense in the country, in, in the uh, conference. And that might be the separation mark. You heard me complain about a lot of the defenses and a lot of what had gone on. Yale's got a good defense. Yale, and, and it's not going to lose that much by losing their top two scorers. But I do think losing a scorer also helps on the defensive side because of the transition and, and everything else. So I have a lot of questions in the conference this year. I do think that Cornell has a chance to steal this thing. I do believe that. I do think that Penn can have a chance to steal this thing. But I think that there is an elite I think that Penn and Cornell have to be in the conversation, right? Because you put them in a tournament, they could win any time. But I do think that there's an elite three. I believe that Harvard, Princeton, and Yale, and I'm not going out on any limb here, are the one, two, three. I worry about Princeton's defense. I think Harvard has the most upside. Harvard has the most, uh, you know, we'll say ceiling. But I think Yale's defense just puts it over the top for me. I hate to say it. I mean, I don't even like it leaving my lips. I think Yale's the best team in the conference this year. I think Yale wins the Ivy Leagues. I'm not putting money on any of this. 
I, if, if I was going to do something, I think Harvard, probably your best return on investment. Um, I think that Harvard can steal this. It's going to be an interesting year to see how these teams all develop and kind of go on. But I would take Yale. Uh, Yale over Princeton, Harvard, and I'm going to take Cornell getting in over Penn in the final four. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Enjoy the college basketball season. I can't believe it's already upon us. Already here. Halloween's gone. That means it's Christmas. No, no, no. We have Thanksgiving. <laughs> and everyone's already onto that. I'm Tom Barton. Go check me out. It's TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube for all of my college basketball stuff. Uh, all of every conference preview. Go check that out. Like and subscribe. I hope you guys like this. Have a very good day, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.